welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. In this episode, Chris talks with Twyla Hopper, CEO of Twyla Hopper Fitness, about the four P's of entrepreneurship and how she has turned her passion into a business. This episode is sponsored by Bayer and PPG. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors. And the goal of our podcast is to help educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners and help you grow your business. Today's episode, we've got Twyla Hopper here with us. Twyla is the CEO of Twyla Hopper Fitness. And we're going to talk through a little bit about the four P's of entrepreneurship. Twyla, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been an online health and fitness coach for eight years now. Okay. Um, I like crafting and party planning, yes. doing some house renovations. Yep. I've been married to my husband for almost 18 years now. Which is amazing. We have- I know him well. <laughs> it's it's a feat in itself. So <laughs> love you, Rocky. Yes, yes. We have three daughters. Yep. He's in the Air Force. Okay. You can probably tell that I'm not from around here. I'm actually from Oklahoma. A little bit of an accent. A little bit of an accent And that's one there. thing we've always loved about that's you guys. That's right. So. And we were stationed in Arkansas for 13 years, okay. and now we're stationed in Illinois. Perfect. That's exciting. Well, um, I guess to give some background on how I know Twyla, we go to church together, and yes. we met you and your husband and your awesome girls at church and have become very good friends with you guys. So, yes, absolutely. Um, you guys have been a joy getting to know. Thank you guys for all your service and everything. And, Thank you. Um, I know it hasn't always been the easiest go at times, so yeah. we appreciate the sacrifice. So, um, so you've got a really cool story, uh, and that's what I really wanted to kind of bring on and, and talk through um, really how you use your passion and your story for what you do for a business essentially right now. Um, and so feel free to elaborate a little bit about that. Kind of give us the, the backstory. Obviously we know your story very well, but share with the listeners a little bit kind of your story and, and how you've gotten to where you're at today with Twyla Hopper Fitness. Yeah. So I've always been a pretty active person. I was involved in a lot of sports in school. Um, then we, after we got married, we started having kids pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. We had all three of them within five years. So yep. that kind of you know, went away. Mixed it was hard the, to get to the gym and things that. like that. And so I kind of stopped everything altogether. Okay. Um, I would run here and there, but nothing consistently. Yeah. And then after we had our third baby, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Yeah. So that, you know, I hit an all time low after yeah. being diagnosed with that. I so I dealt with depression and weight gain and just had a really hard time with that. And so I was on social media one day scrolling through and I found this lady posting about working out at home. Yeah. So I started following her and finally got the courage to reach out to her and ask her what she was doing, yeah. ask her if she could help me. And so I ended up signing up with a program. It was a weightlifting program and I fell in love with it. That's I got awesome. amazing results and people started seeing the change in me so they started asking me what I was doing right so I started sharing my journey and helping other people and that's how it all kind of took off that's awesome so when you started with that your goal was mostly just to be a consumer for yourself absolutely like it wasn't like hey I want to do this and then figure out how to monetize it it was like I just need to do this for me absolutely and then people started asking about so you're sharing a story people start reaching out to you yep so you're saying that stories sell 
Absolutely. Even unintentional. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Even if that's not your goal, just sharing your story sometimes it's attractive. To yes. So yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that's one thing that, um, and we'll kind of break down each each of these or a handful of them at least. But you know, I, I always love when people are passionate about what they do. Right. You see business owners that are business owners to make money. Yes. And then you see business owners that are passionate about what it is that they do. Right. Um, and that's one thing that's always been, you know, attractive to you guys and your family. It's like, it's just part of your lifestyle now, right. To right. have that active Absolutely. thing. Um, and it's really cool to see. And so, I, you know, as we've been talking over the years, getting to know each other and I was like, man, it'd be really cool to do an episode and talk about these things. So, yeah. you know, the four P's of entrepreneurship and, and there's, if you Google it, you're going to find a couple different things filtered in here. That's like five that people rotate through. But the four that we really consider um, is the first one is passion. The second one is profit. The third one being problem. What problem do you solve? Uh, and the fourth one being purpose. Like, do you feel like you're fulfilled? And I think that's why I think purpose and passion are very connected in there, right? right. Um, and that's why I think a lot of business owners maybe get burned out. They don't have the purpose. They're not passionate about it anymore. Absolutely. Um, and then obviously the profitability piece is very important because you have to monetize it, right? right? My mom and I were actually talking about that this morning. She loves crafts. She used to have like a craft woodworking business. I'm sure she's told you about yep. that. <laughs> um, and she was like, man, she's like, I love doing it. But like, it just wasn't ever like the time for money exchange was like great for a fun little hobby, but it was yeah. never like, you, she was never going to make a bunch of money doing it, at least right. with the setup she had, right? Um, and so you have to figure out how to how to integrate all four of those things together. And so yeah, that's kind of the advice I give a lot of people when they're like, hey, I want to start a business. Whether they know what kind of business, it's like, does it check all four boxes? Or if they're like, I want to start a business, but I don't know what I want to do. I kind of go through this exercise with them and be like, "Hey, what are what are something that or what is something that will check all four of these boxes right. that you can make a business out of, right? That you feel fulfilled, you're passionate, you make money, you solve a problem for people. There's demand for it." Um, and so I want to just kind of walk through each of those kind of with you. Um, first off, being the the passion piece. Um, you know, I kind of asked like, what, you know, what came first for you, right? Like, were you passionate about fitness and then it kind of found the business is what it sounds like. Right. Um, and then, you know, how, how have you become passionate about helping others? Like, where did that come from? Was it because the stories you saw from people or just kind of share, share where your passion for this comes from? Yeah. So I've always been passionate about, you know, fitness, but it definitely motivated me to keep helping people once I started helping them and they they were struggling with things yeah. and then we started working through things and helping them reach goals that they didn't think was ever possible right. so that definitely pushed me and then just by sharing my journey it helped other people to realize that they could do other things yeah. too and then they started sharing their journey and started joining my team and becoming <laughs> yep. coaches themselves just because it's just sharing your story it's, right. it's just sharing your journey yep that's awesome um when I think you know you have to be passionate about what you do, right? Like I, I can tell you love what you do because you enjoy doing it, yeah. right? You're not like, oh, I have to go to work, right? you know? And unfortunately, I know there's a good percentage of people out there in America that don't feel that way. They don't wake yeah. up like, I can't wait to help people, exactly. right? Exactly, yes. Or I can't yes. wait to go do this or, you know, something. So I think being passionate about something and enjoying it, um, and again, seeing how you've made that a lifestyle for you and your family has been a yeah. very, a very cool thing. And I think it's a very important piece. Do you ever feel like there's times where you're not passionate about it and you can be honest? I mean, I have bad days sometimes, yeah. okay. but no, most we all of the time. Do. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. Okay. That's when you know you really found what you're supposed to do then, right? If you're, right. if like 90% of the time you're passionate about it, you're yeah, doing that's pretty right. good. That's so, right. um, so then let's walk in through the, the problem piece of this. So problem for me, like I said, is kind of like the demand, right? Like, do you solve a problem for people that they're willing to pay money for? And is there enough demand 
to actually make a business out of it, right? Does it become just a hobby like my mom was doing with woodworking? Right. Or does it actually turn into something that can grow for you, right? Um, and so what's the biggest problem that you help people solve? Um, being healthier as a whole. Yeah. So a lot of times people will focus like on a number on a scale and yeah. that can be very discouraging because yeah. like so many things can happen in your body when you do start doing this type of lifestyle. Right. So we focus more like on losing inches or the size of clothes dropping, yep. getting stronger, having more energy, you know, yep. eating healthier. Better. It doesn't have to be all the time, right. but eating healthier and yep. not depriving ourselves of stuff. So that's good. That's good. I, uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I've literally been like within 10 pounds yep. from when I was probably 16 years old until now. Right. <laughs> and there's been times that I've been in great shape, was going to the gym like four days a week, hour and a half at a time. Yes. Like was in really good shape. And then there's times like we'll say last year when my back was hurt and I couldn't do anything right. that I was in like the worst shape of my life and my weight was still within 10 pounds. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Like, so, yeah. so I agree with you. I mean, some people do have a lot of fluctuation on the scale, but yes. there's some people apparently like myself that just, <laughs> the number is what it is, it, right? It right. doesn't matter. Like I felt miserable, but I was like, exactly. well, I've only gained five pounds. Like, yes. yes. So, um, so I think it's important that you guys do focus on like that as a whole. Um, and that's one thing too you know, we're with you guys a lot on weekends and stuff. Like I'll admit you don't always eat the healthiest. Exactly. And it's cool. Like yeah. <laughs> it's real. like, it makes me be like, wow, I can be healthy, but still have like some cheat meals here. And yeah. There. Like, right. Exactly. I think that's so important. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hope that didn't sound negative when I said not that. At all. But like, <laughs> I feel like every time we come over, we don't have to bring celery and yeah, like tomatoes, exactly. right? Like we can actually bring like buffalo chicken dip. Right. right? So, right. um, we but got it's, a balance yeah, you have to have the balance though, right? But you guys do work out quite a bit yes. and stuff and it offsets that. And I think that's an important thing. Yes. So, um, do you feel like the problem has intensified the longer you've been in the business? So do you see more demand for what you do the longer over the eight years you've been a part of this? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is a mindset shift yeah. too with even the skill. Like so many people would focus on, right. I want to hit this number. I want to be what I was in high school, but yeah. life happens and you're not going to be. Right. <laughs> yep. Well, and I, the reason I asked the question like that is when we, when I started doing small business advising, you know, and I knew there was a demand for it. Right. Yes. And then the more that we've dove into it, the more people we come in contact with, the more stories we hear, the more all of these things, like I'm like, there's even more here than I expected, right? right. Um, and I think that that's a, a big thing. Sometimes you don't really know that, right? I think if you're like, okay, well, if, if this is the demand for it the whole time, like I can survive on this. But sometimes you start getting into something and you're like, there's more here. Yes. I can expand services. We can expand our offering, like, right. you know, products, whatever it is that a business might be. Right. You start getting into it and you're like, oh, well, I'm doing this for people. You know, like we've started doing bookkeeping and payroll for clients because we yeah. realized there was a huge need for that, right? People were doing it themselves, right. not doing it right, stressing themselves out over it. And it's like, just let us do it. Like yes. we're already doing other stuff with you guys. We can just expand a little bit, right? provide a better service. So, Absolutely. Um, so I'm sure, you know, and I'm sure the last couple of years of craziness, that's all I call it on the show is just a couple of years <laughs> of craziness, um, has probably intensified the at-home workouts Absolutely. and the need for people to have the like mental health yes. side of that. Yes. Yeah. We always focus on a mental health part too, yeah. because that's really important. Yeah. Well, I know, I mean, anxiety, stress, a lot of that yeah. stuff's at like an all time high. Yes. And that's, I, I'll, I always tell people that I'm like, if you're stressed out or you're feeling like struggling, like yes. get back in your health and Absolutely, fitness. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I've always told Christina that when my health and fitness is in check, the rest of my life falls into place. Yes. No matter how crazy it is. Cause I've got more energy can problem solve like right it, it's crazy how that all kind of intertwines in there so 
Um, so then the last piece kind of of this is, you know, purpose, right? I mentioned earlier that we met at Skyline, mm-hmm. um, you know, what kind of people of faith. And, and you know, I think that I, th- I really feel like God has a plan for all of us, right? Like he's given us, each of us, a certain set of skills, right? The people that are recording and producing this podcast have a set of skills I do not have. <laughs> I can get about 50% of the way there. If that, if you ask them, it's probably only 20, but they're <laughs> nice and they'll lie and say 80. But, um, but we all have a different set of skills. I really feel like I'm called to do what I'm doing now. Like I've always thought about everything business-wise. Right. The point Christina will tell you, ask her about this. Whenever we bought our house, I looked at everything as what are we going to pay for it? What's it going to be worth in five years? Is it going to lose its value? Is it going to, are we going to make a profit on it? Like, and she was like, just shut up and look at houses. Like, <laughs> she was nicer than that, <laughs> thankfully. But, um, but yeah, like I, I always think of things business wise. So how, like, how do you feel like you're, what you're doing now is kind of the purpose of what you've, you know, are gifted with here? Yeah. Well, my story has continued to grow. So yep. within the past 12 years, I've, battled thyroid cancer three times currently in my fourth battle so god has definitely used me in so many ways and each time it's just you know it gets stronger and stronger and i've been very open with my battles and sharing that and sharing the struggles of it and i think like through some of the darkest times that god uses us to help other people and shine a light on them in different areas agreed i agreed um you know i think that's one thing like I see the impact you have on people like and you may not realize that but like just the hope and the battle and you know I know you've made multiple comments that your doctors say like if you didn't have the the healthy active lifestyle yes. that it would you wouldn't probably be where you're at Absolutely. right now you know yeah. um and so it's funny how sometimes you know God puts things in your life to prepare you down the road yes. for things you don't even know are coming Absolutely um, you know and so I think that that's something to think about is like you know if, if somebody's listening to this and wants to start a business or something it's like what do you feel like you're good at? Right. right? You know, like all of us kind of have that one thing that we feel or maybe a couple things, whatever, that yeah. we're really good at. And so I think figuring out how to integrate that into what you want to do and monetize and everything else is really, I think, the most important yeah, part. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think if you don't feel like it's part of your purpose, you yeah. might do it for a handful of years, which is fine, and then you're going to go to something else. Right. Right. Um, until you actually find that one thing. So Yeah. So how is your business – you know, this is something I want to kind of hit on for a minute. How has your business really allowed you to invest more time? You said you got three girls. They're all yeah. very close in age. I know they keep yep. you guys very busy. Yes. Um, <laughs> so how has your business really allowed you to kind of invest more time into your family life? Well, being self-employed has allowed me to have more time to, you know, be with the family. I can make my own schedule. So I'm able to volunteer at their schools, be at their school activities, sporting events, because they're all in something, you (laughs) know. And they're growing up so fast that I want to be able to be there, you know, for them and be at everything that I possibly can. And then just the financial freedom of it, too, when we've been able to travel more and we've taken so many more vacations now and just have a lot more special memories together through this. That's awesome. Well, and you know, I know you you've talked about it too. Like there's times you'll be on vacation and like even kind of working. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, I can I mean, work from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're self-employed, you can literally, it's a, it's a curse and a blessing. It is. We both it know is. That. Yes, We've talked about yes. this, but like you can literally work from anywhere, yeah. right? You guys go to Disney. Yeah. You goes, you went on a three week road trip last right. year. Yes, like how exactly. cool is that to right. say? And your business didn't really suffer while no. you were gone. Right. 
So, and you probably worked a little bit, yeah. you know, here and there Absolutely, as you need yeah. to. But, um, you know, when, you, when you've when you got a systematic business like you do um, yeah. and you can work virtually, like yes. that, you know, and again, I know that's something that's important to you guys. You want to travel, you want to yes. do stuff with your family and you being a fitness trainer at a gym that you have to be at 20 hours a week yeah. doesn't work or 40 hours, right? right. It doesn't work into what you want to accomplish. So. Exactly. Um, and so that's why I, I kind of wanted to ask that and hit on that is to think through like, you know, I always tell people, you need to think about the lifestyle design you want, right? Um, and you're going to go through seasons of business. I'm in one right now where life's just kind of hectic, and I'm just accepted it, and right. we're going to get through it, right? Right. Um, we're growing a business, having a baby, building a house, all at the same time. <laughs> kind of got a lot going right on. Now. Yeah. yeah, life's fun. So <laughs> pray for me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think you're going to go through those seasons of life. But I think ultimately, when you're starting a business or any business owner listening to this needs to think through, like, what is the lifestyle I want? Because... Yes. I know pretty much for a fact every business owner starts a business for two reasons. They want more money and they want time freedom, right? Absolutely. Otherwise, why go into business for yourself, right? Yeah. Um, but we get so distracted day to day in running our business and keeping clients happy yes. and trying to grow and like all the things that involve running a business that sometimes we forget why we started it. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I encourage people to like think about those things, yeah. right? Um, you know, we're figuring out how we can expand some different financial stuff right now. And it's like, I'm like, I want a system. Right. I want something that can be leveraged yes. where we can grow. They will incur some time, but isn't 100% dependent on my time because it's getting limited at this point. Yeah, right? so, exactly. Um, so I think just trying to be smart and figure out like, hey, don't lose sight of the lifestyle that you want, you know, and, and yeah. you know, we have some clients that literally they're like, I want to work three weeks a month or then that fourth week I can either do a missions trip yeah. or I can just take the week off and spend with my yeah. family. They're like, I'll work 40 to 60 hours a week, those exactly. three weeks, but I just need to figure out how I can make enough money in those three weeks yes. to take the fourth week off. And I'm like, perfect, let's do it. Yeah. Like you can figure out how to design your business to suit what you want it to be. Oh yeah, for sure. Within real. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't work 10 hours a week, make a million dollars and like not have anything else going for you. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I guess if you got the right business anyways. Um, <laughs> So how has your business and everybody you coach, like, helped hold you accountable for, like, your health and fitness routine? Like I said, you guys are a very active family. Um, you've made that part of the lifestyle. Like, yeah. how is having the people in your life kind of helped hold you accountable for that? Yeah, so I show up every day and, you know, I share it on social media, my yep. workouts and my meals and things like that. And that helps me to stay accountable, especially, yes. like, on trips and stuff. Like, sometimes I might not want to work out, right. but you I do. show up because you I do. know people are watching. Oh, I know. And we were in <laughs> Vegas with you last summer and you and Rocky were in the gym, I think, every morning. Yeah, yeah. I was not. I went down there with you one day. It was crazy. <laughs> one day I said, you did. I'm going to go back. I'll meet you at the pool in an That's hour. right. So, yeah. yeah. And so something else that's cool is like with all of our programs, there's a calendar to follow. Yeah. So um, there's meal plans too and recipes and nice. everything. So there's no guesswork. Like you literally have, this is what you're going to do awesome. this day and all of that. And then I also run the accountability groups online. Yeah. So that support system is like critical to staying on track. That's awesome. And, um, you know, we work together to not just have it be, you know, another program or another membership or yeah. a shake or something that you drink and have no support. Like we right. work together and we take those steps to make it a lifestyle. Yeah. And we work together to help, you know, obtain those goals throughout. That's cool. Well, I think that's one thing that's important is like, you know, we can't preach things that we're not doing ourselves, right? Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of times I have to catch myself because I'll tell a client like, hey, you should really do this or you definitely should not do this. And then I kind of stop. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I'm not good at that right now. So let's do this together. 
Yes, like, absolutely. You know, or like, hey, you need to stop and take time to work on your business. And I'm like, oh, I haven't worked on my business in a month. Like, right. And I'm like, hey, cool. I'll time block 30 minutes next week yeah. and I'll call you on Wednesday to see if you did the same thing. Right. right. Like, so it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy. To be like, yeah, you need to work out every day. You need to eat healthy. And then like, you don't ever work out and you eat McDonald's every day. Like, yeah, that's going to catch up to you. Right. Exactly. So, um, so you definitely practice what you preach and stuff. And I think that that, I think having that system there helps encourage yeah, that. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, you know, one thing you mentioned how you use social media in your business. So I, we don't have to go off on a whole tangent with that, but we've talked about this a lot. Like explain a little bit how you integrate social media into like the marketing piece of your business. Yeah. So I just try to share just life. Like, yeah. I, you know, I share my workouts, my meals, I share, you know, my kids, we yes. share, you know, trips and stuff like right. that. And it's not just always like somebody's going to get on there and see fitness all the time and right. get like tired of, Oh, she's posting a workout yep. again. You know, I share life. I share the struggles. Right. I share if I'm having a bad day and I just show that I'm a real person, but yeah. you know, even through those struggles that you can still make it happen. Absolutely. Well, I think it's important to know, and, and we've talked about that on a previous episode with Jeff Fitzer about like using social media, right? And it's the 80, 20 rule, you know, 80, 80% of your stuff should be personal focused, your family, yeah. He's almost even kind of tweaked it. And I agree, like 90% of it should be. Right. And then, like 10% of the time, you sprinkle in. Exactly. Right? To where people don't get sick of, like, oh, she's but only posting same this. Same thing again. Right? again. right. You know, so there's those, we all know what we're talking about. There's those Instagram and Facebook accounts that we're like, I already know what you're posting. I just scroll right past yeah. it. Right. But, like, it's kind of a good balance. And, yeah. and I know social media has been a huge piece of allowing you to share your story. It is. Yeah. Um, and it's been a huge piece of you growing your business and stuff yeah because so. I can help people all over you know yeah. it doesn't have to be somebody locally it's yep. people from all over and with being military that's huge because right. you know we never know if we have to move or <laughs> yeah. you know something like that hopefully we're staying here yeah. but yeah, hopefully. you know <laughs> but that's something that you know I don't ever have to worry about yeah. you know I don't have to worry about my job going away right it's always there yeah so. yeah no that's good that's good um so what's one final piece of advice you'd like to leave people with as we kind of wrap up here today? Um, anything specific that, that you feel could be beneficial in the conversation? Yeah. So I think that God can, you know, take a mess and make it a, a message and a yeah. test and make it a testimony. And one of my favorite verses is Philippians 413. Yep. And it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And yep. I really do believe that. And you have to evolve in your mindset before you can change other aspects of your life. That's really good. That's really good. Um, that was way more eloquent than what I was going to finish on. <laughs> I was going to say believe in yourself, right? Like, hey, that's good too. You know, I mean, it's yeah. good. I got the believe sticker from Ted Lasso here on the on the computer. And, there you go. You know, it's I always love that the believe sign. Yeah, we said we're going to put one of those up at church. Jeff yeah, and I've been talking about should. that. But um, but yeah, well, so I, I really appreciate you coming and joining us. I hope everybody was able to get something out of this. Like I said, I love your story. I love how you've evolved into where you're at now and all the all the struggles you've went through and how you've persevered through all that. So thank you. Thanks, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, if anybody wants to chat with you more, how can they get a hold of you? Is there a good email? Is there a website? Anything they can go to follow you on social media? Social media, just Twyla Hopper, Twyla okay. Hopper Fitness. And then I'm also just Twyla Hopper on Instagram. Perfect. That sounds good. I'll put that in all the details and yep. the notes on That'd here. So if anybody wants to connect with you, get some inspiration in your yes. life. You got an awesome puppy. You got a really cool husband. You got three great girls. They're you're pretty fun, awesome. You're fun and engaging to like just follow on social media anyways. Yeah. And then they're the pretty workout good show. Yeah, it's you pretty guys good. are. It's it's a show. We won't say what kind of show, but no, I'm just kidding. So thanks again for taking time to be here. Absolutely. Thank Have a good you. Day. You too. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.